0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for checking out this
1: live stream. Sunday, two o'clock Eastern time, and
0: uh,
1: I'm coming in a little bit early today. And, uh, So i going to talk a little bit about things that are going on this week and um, take your questions and comments on that and uh, maybe just kind of play, play
0: a little bit. so um
1: oh hi john thanks for joining in glad you could make it um so a couple of things we've been checking out, uh, I've been checking out a little bit this week and um, doing some talks on and things. It's uh, uh, body and soul. We took the opportunity to, to think about secondary dominance. The tune starts on the two chord, and then it goes to, to the B flat. Well, wow, thank you, Michiko. Right, so what's going on there? Well, we're in the key of D flat. We start on the E flat minor. So if we if we count up this the scale D flat start on the E flat that's the uh, two chords we so say D flat B one E flat would be two so
0: the two
1: chord and we can keep doing that really any key it's kind of the same um, so we have three four five six so that six chord is a minor chord just in the in the key of D flat think a little bit about where that D flat comes in so and what's the difference so here this has a major third. The chord, say a major 10th interval. And this was more of a minor kind of sound. Okay, so we can say this is a 5 of the 2. Because that's how it functions. That's how it, uh, that's what it's doing, right? And then we go on to the 5 of a 1. Now this is kind of related to secondary dominant. Goes to the 3 chord. So we get the G flat. We just take a moment to compare g flat nine and c seven flat 13. kind a of similar sound that's giving us a little motion into three chord because right? the g flat seven is uh, the four chord but in the key so we say, let's go back to one, two, three, four chord as a major seven. Right, so this change, we have that difference. So we
0: have F
1: versus F flat, right? So. Quite a few times in this this tune. We can go from this, go from E flat, diminish to E minor seven. Alternative changes to go maybe E minor.
0: Just kind of sidestep there.
1: Or you might put, some, put a 2-5 there, so.
0: Okay, so that would be E minor 7
1: to A7. And then into the E-flat minor 7. Here you might even create a little motion. Moving stepwise. Over to the C minor
0: 7 flat 5. F7,
1: flat 9. Now there's a moment too where we have 5 of 6, which is a very common occurrence because that's the relative minor.
0: So a 5 of 6. Two, five,
1: one. There's kind of a cool chord for uh, for the five-one. There. Um, let's, Let's try this out. See. Have this note in the melody. So on the five chord you could play. There's a drop three type voicing. We could also maybe play this this chord, Let's try the sound. So here we get
0: flat nine, flat thirteen.
1: resolve that. So I'm putting together a uh, uh, a video on uh, chord melody and basically um, doing a little bit of uh, chord melody shapes. Um, so I have put the PDFs for that together and I just need to uh,
0: shoot the video. So I'm a little behind on some of the um, videos and things, but
1: uh, hopefully I'll do a little catch up here soon. So the uh, tune in the bridge ends up going to uh, D major, so we can set that up.
0: And then we could say, okay, key of D now. Kind of walk, walk this up. Maybe do a two-five there.
1: So again, we think about what you know, what chords are in that in that key. It's the same relative thing as really we have a one two is minor three is minor the four so then we have something to compare this to so we saw in the progression we have you know, working up and then we get into say G minor six or you could create a
0: two
1: five G minor to c7 or try this chord out let's check this chord out
0: cool so if a G G minor third six nine and 11
1: and then we can kind of cycle back down
0: into uh, D there.
1: D major. It's really cool how the progression uh, uh, works um, and how it ends up going back uh, to where it started from. You know, I think about that we're in D-flat starting on the two chord right and then in the bridge it it goes to a note just right in between those I have half step above the D-flat half step below
0: the E-flat so quite a bit different right
1: so we get all that that we just talked about a moment ago.
0: There we go. All
1: right, and then um, D minor seven, right? So it goes from minor or major. Two five and C, so we have key of no flats no sharps, and then E minor. Now, this time we will go from three to the flat three diminished, two, and then five. It's kind of neat what happens from from here. We get the okay. so rather than going to a C major seven. We're going to C dominant seven. and then we down by half steps. And then we have that secondary dominant again, the B flat is gonna be the five of the two chord. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think anyway, and we can we could we could relate this to a circle of fifths, even though it doesn't. Appear that way on the surface, but if we if we compare this to this B seven to an F seven, I'm I'm not saying this is the change. I'm just saying something to uh, relate it to, because you know we learn about these things like circle of fifths, and we want to kind of understand uh, why why it's uh, effective. But, uh, so C seven, F seven, B flat seven, pretty similar sound. So, what, why why is that? So we can think about these these two tones of the C and these two tones of the F or the B. These two tones of the B flat. So this is kind of going. If you were to take a look at the circle of of fifths, kind of moving. Let's say from C way up here, and so it's C7, F7, B flat, flat, A flat, D flat, B, A, D, G, C. You could see what's happening there, and I think I've talked about this a little bit before in the live stream. Whatever root note you put on, you could put, you could do do this grammatically too.
0: So, okay, so it's very similar to this.
1: Just the bass note is different. So, anyway, listen important to t- take those moments on on certain you know passages and and maybe see you know well, how can we relate this to something that we we know about you know so for example that would be a good spot you know it's pretty it's pretty clever you know to think about how how do you get from you know C, the c major kind of total center at the end of the bridge how do you how do you get back to D flat, and uh, more specifically to the two chord where that section began. So it's a really, a really kind of cool solution. Okay. Look at the chord that came before the C7. Okay. We had a two and then a five. So that ties in uh, the circle of this too. So we have G7 c7 b7 and then the b flat seven so if i was going to do the the root notes with circle of fifths then so i'm not doing the harmonic rhythm of the tune but i'm just trying to illustrate that okay so it's very uh similar so some some insights there for sure all right so i am streaming on youtube i'm streaming live on a podcast too so if you haven't checked out my podcast um it's a Available pretty much on every uh, nature platform. I think may, maybe, maybe not Pandora, but uh, I'm trying to get that worked out. I'll have to check up on that one again. But uh, pretty much every platform. So if you want to take uh, take some of the talks in the car or on a walk or a hike, whatever, uh, or Anywhere really that you listen to podcasts and I guess the the mobility of it is kind of the appeal um, the auditory or the audio only kind of aspect of it's kind of cool too um, so that is um uh, a fairly new. Thing uh, over the last couple of months that I started doing it again. I have an older one that's I try to remove, but it's it's kinda, I think it's still kind of up there. But um, the newer one is uh, so it's just a little more uh, black and white and orange colored logo, and uh, the old one is a little more light mm-hmm. lightly colored. Okay, and um, improvising and taking some single line things or maybe even mixing in some bass notes or some chords there, um, that C7, B7, flat 7 That's a, a little bit challenging um, to try to create a line through there. And I mean, not too, too bad, but. So there are a couple of things that you might try to do. So we have let's say a, a beat of C7, beat of B7, a couple of beats of B flat. So a couple of things you could practice. You could say, okay, I'm gonna um uh, try continuous eighth notes through. So you have four note notes to choose from. On the C seven, okay. and when you're creating you know, lines, I try to think about what your last note is is, and think about how that might resolve by a step, half step, or a whole step uh, to the next to the next chord. So, so maybe that would be a good spot to to land on
0: say okay and then you
1: can kind of decide well do I want to keep going in that direction lower lower tones
0: maybe create a line like that okay
1: so deciding where where you want to, to land on each tune or each chord Right, so a couple things that uh, that we've uh, talked about this week um, in um, private lessons and uh, on the um, member area here on YouTube. Just thinking about those closely closely related keys and tying things kind of together. So, uh, when it comes to the secondary dominance, say, okay, we have this D flat major and B flat minor. So that gives us our kind of key signature. So that can help us to understand where some of these secondary dominance might come from. So if we have, a closely related key. So we have uh, five flats there, so if we had a key say of uh, uh, six flats right, and we had the relative minor of that, that relative minor would be E flat. And even though we're still thinking about this E flat minor as two chord which we want to continue to do we can borrow some tones from the the key of E flat minor when it comes to the five chord so let's let's explore that a little bit now the minors get a little more complicated not quite as straightforward as major so I say okay well is the harmonic minor so that that's something if you haven't done a lot of this before try to explore the harmonic minor scale as it relates to the um, relative minor so
0: so we're saying okay we
1: got that okay and then we'll try to relate that trying to gain our goal here is to gain some insights into where this secondary dominant relationship is coming from. So what if we say okay B flat? And say okay well Okay so I maybe mean, that's the kind of kind of a good sound a good spot to borrow from that key of six flats and then because it's minor we're making some a little bit of changes to it. Relationship there, so kind of borrowing from that key when we are thinking a little bit more about the dominant
0: seventh chord, the secondary dominant.
1: can help us, you know, take, make some note choices when we're, uh, improvising, uh, to we say, well, I know that this, this thing should, should kind of work. And then you can, uh, have your ears conditioned to that sound.
0: All right. So another, um, Uh, that that I did a little video on was
1: um, uh, Confirmation. So I I did a little bit of a solo on a um, a short and uh, it's kind of a new thing, I think, on YouTube. I'm not sure exactly how long it's been been around, but it's pretty cool and I plan to do a lot more of that. I was really surprised to see how many views... Uh, that that got um and um so that's the second short that i've released and um i'm still sorting out exactly what i want to do on on those if i want to just do a little playing like i did um or maybe do some kind of mini lessons i've seen a few folks doing that i'm just having a really short short lesson. So the time limits, I think 15 seconds to 60 seconds. All right, everybody. Well, if anybody has any um, uh, tunes they're working on, I'd love to to hear about it. Um, but maybe I'll talk a little bit about the uh, uh, confirmation and maybe some ideas on on that tune. So um, <clears throat> one thing I think about there is... from one chord to the next. And one kind of simple sort of concept that you might try to take away is is similar to what I was talking about a little bit earlier, um, which is to take a few tones and see if you could connect with the next chord sound by maybe going a whole step up or down, and especially if you go, if you do a skip at some point, like let's say I'm t- I'm talking about
0: this uh,
1: this F, I might say, okay, well, what if I play this? Maybe
0: I could play this note next.
1: See if you can connect by uh, by steps. So, so. just really kind of simple things that maybe kind of outline the changes. So that's kind of, so did they even play there? So uh, anytime you could get, you know, maybe find the fifth. So you hear that a lot in that, in um, uh, some of the older recordings. <clears throat> have a, this is another thing I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, but, um, uh, taking a diminished arpeggio, let's say on, on a D7, flat 9, and then, then connecting that flat 9 to the, to the 5th, you could resolve it right there, or maybe
0: play the 3rd as well. So
1: taking um, you know, the more you can maybe take um, a few notes on a given chord sound and just see if you could connect it in a maybe really uh simple uh kind of way. It's um you know it's it's kind of interesting if you if you're taking a um like a one chorus solo and it's a and I I don't think I played a lot of chords in it. Um then um it's helpful to guide the listener a little bit to some real simple things um and so uh playing fifths and thirds uh really helpful flat sevens or sevens in general um uh, and uh kinda connect, connecting and guiding the ear melodically um get a chance to check out uh Chris Potter playing uh, uh, some acapella, um, uh, standard tunes. Um, there are some recordings out there and there are, um, some transcriptions, I think by another saxophone player, um, out there. And, um, so that's, uh, it's kind of cool. So that's one of the, the tunes that I think, I think he did, but, um, uh, one thing that's kind of kind of cool uh, to do, which I, I've been sort of interested in somewhat over the over the years is to take take a um, take an approach as if you were like a not a harmonic instrument and say okay, what if i what if I played?" Just maybe play in different registers and things like that. Um <clears throat> play some root notes or, or anything really. So you know, and, and just try to mix things around a little bit like that. So I'll play around with that too a little bit.
0: I'm
1: gonna take it real nice and nice and slow here. So just sort of thinking a little bit about what the chord changes are um, as as you go through, maybe recite them um, internally and <clears throat> call them out. It's sort of uh, a lot of two five. Okay. Let's just start on, on the F. Then we have two five to the relative minor that kind of becomes its own two five. We get another two five to the four chord, two five to the two chord, and then the first time we get the uh, dominant seventh. So that's something you be sure to kind of outline on that that time through is is getting that natural. So there's another circumstance where we can really try to think about closely related keys. So F we're keeping the key of one flat. If you have a a G seven, I think okay key of no sharps, no flats.
0: And for that a moment. B flat.
1: So that's also closely related. So, working on and you know, kind of getting really good at um, uh, having kind of various ways of passing through uh, core changes. Uh, uh, there's there's some really tried and true things that. You know, musicians have done over over um, uh, many years um, that that are pretty uh, pretty effective. So you can think of those as, as like little uh, routes or kind of phrases. Um, so, for example, that like that diminished. Um,
0: Kinda kinda of sound. Or, uh...
1: for about five more, uh, minutes. And, uh, so I hope everybody's enjoyed this, uh, talk so far. And, um, um I think I mentioned a couple of things I'm, I'm working towards doing. I want to, um, get a Rose Room play along video out here soon. And this, um, chord melody video for uh for uh, uh, body and soul so i think the body and soul will come out um they're pretty should be out pretty soon but i'm uh, just gonna uh, put that together and uh, check that all out so um so if you do like all this uh content here on the channel. If you haven't already, uh, consider
0: subscribing.
1: If you're looking to uh, support the channel, you can join our uh, member area. We have a um, um, member update, which I've been doing probably five days a week. Usually a uh, like a ten minute video and and some uh, occasionally I'll I'll put a behind the um, um, uh, picture behind the scenes kind of picture and everything and uh, so check that out if you get a chance. Uh, I guess two dollars per per month. It really helps helps the channel as far as uh, um, maintaining things. Um, John says your guitar sounds really sweet today. Oh thanks. Nice, smooth lines. You're welcome, I appreciate the comment. Um, Glad to hear it. um, Yeah, I'm here on this, uh, this is the uh, kind of lesson studio room. Um, some um wall mount uh guitar holders so hopefully that'll show up behind there here pretty soon um hoping to do that this weekend we'll see how it goes you're checking this out on uh, Facebook we um, um, also have uh, live streams on YouTube so check us out there check me out there and it's kind of where most of my uh, videos and things reside so if you're watching there
0: be sure to check
1: out YouTube Forward slash reference. I've done some improvements to the website. I'm going to continue to do that here. go. Um it's frontprints.com. So that shows a lot of the current, recent things that I've been doing. And then um, check out the Podcast, Fret Prince, Podcast, Jim Ellis, Fred Prince. And let me know what tunes you're working on and everything, and what concepts you're uh, working with. As we go. Oh. Thanks again, Mitch Uh You're welcome. Glad to hear it. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thanks again for watching. And I will see you all very soon. Have a good one.